hello, hello. Hey, bestie. Oh my god, Selena. No, not the besties. Yes, uh, they're besties. Oh my gosh. Hey guys, <laughs> welcome back to the show. I know you missed us. We we missed you too. Mm-hmm, yeah. Last week, I don't know what was going on. There was a lot going on. It's a lot going on. It's turbulent out here. Um, But yeah, we're back. So hope you didn't miss us too much. And we are ready to get into this week's show. We have a special guest. Yes. Our first family guest on the pod. Please give a big warm welcome to our little younger sister marcy hey (laughs) (laughs) yes marcy is coming on today because i didn't do my homework actually no it's not that i didn't do my homework y'all should know by now i don't believe in watching love island and i all i'm watching right now is love island me too and and us same Mm -hmm. so we're gonna talk about it and i needed to bring mace on to join me for the conversation because we watch it together as a unit and i just love that for us i love that a sister i've gotten a sister on the love island train (laughs) this is what i've been talking about for like three years at this point it's just so good, guys. And if you're not watching Love Island, I just don't even understand what you're doing right now. Yeah, um, more productive things. <laughs> no, there's like nothing more productive than watching Love Island. No. Well, maybe it's my quote. Maybe I'll have more time to do everything now. Okay. Because my quote this week is from the Lizzie McGuire movie. Love that. And Lizzie says, goodbye, Lizzie McGuire. Hello, fabulous. Mm. And that's how I feel because I'm graduating congratulations i'm I'm an educated sister yes and i'm just so happy to be done finally the stress is done i can focus on more things that i like um maybe love island probably not because like anything (laughs) anything with that many episodes is just you really fly through them like i'm watching season five hour long and five days a week and the last one is two hours long how the hell you really fly through it and it's so addictive you're so like into it but it's just so entertaining it is it's real it's the best tv out honestly honestly i don't know about it Okay, my quote comes from The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. And London says, I guess the truth is you're a water sign and I'm a dollar sign. (laughs) And that is me talking to me. And the past couple weeks I've been in my fields. It was cancer season. But now we're in a different moon. It's Leo season. And I'm just like... I need a million (laughs) dollars. You know, like... Leo vibes. I'm just like, I need to get my money up. And so I'm just like working on some things, putting some things in place. We're going to see some changes um, in the next couple for months. (laughs) (laughs) And I just want to like, you know, grow the bank account. I want want a million dollars. So that's where I'm at in my head. We love that for you. And Sister Mace was struggling with this quote. So Mace, just update us. Like, tell the people where you're at in life. What's going on with you? What's going on? Um, things are good. <laughs> just been living life in summer. Going to the gym. Nothing crazy. Okay. How old are you? You need to tell the audience. Yeah, this give us a little backstory. I, okay, so I'm 17, about to start my senior year of high school. Love Very that. excited for that, but maybe not because 
quarantine. We don't know what's going on. Oh, yeah. Life is crazy. Yeah. Like, what happens if they cancel your senior year? How will you feel? <laughs> to be honest, I don't really care about the first half of the year. Like, if we go back in quarantine for that, then I'll be fine. But, like, the second half of the year where it's, like, prom, grad class, then I'd be mad. If it's, like, the whole year, then I'd be mad. But, like, just the beginning half, then, like, I'm fine with that. I really don't think they're going to shut down Florida because, you know, DeSantis is, like, wildin'. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that must be tough for the youth. I yes. I just said to Selena earlier, I'm ready for lo- lockdown 2.0. <laughs> I will take yeah. so much advantage of it. Like, I want a month off. <laughs> Same. I would actually love another lockdown because I feel like the first one, I just didn't enjoy it. I was nervous about life. Mm-hmm. But now that I know that everything is going to be fine, I'm just like, I want a month-long vacay. Like, my job needs to shut down. Please right. Give like, me a moment. <laughs> right. Exactly. Even though I don't think my boss will shut down again because he is, like, so anti everything covid like Mm -hmm. he's like he's not listening to anything yeah my job definitely isn't shutting down but you know one can hope yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay so let's get into the show today we've got of course our gossip girl update we said we would be watching and we've got some very strong opinions about the show we have all watched and let's get into episode what is this two and three that Mm -hmm. we've watched since the last time yes ma'am how did you feel selena um so initially i said that i like the show Mm -hmm. but now i feel like i don't okay i don't like how the teachers handled the other teacher okay that's where the show lost me yeah definitely like that was just so mean-spirited like her husband already lost his job and now she's losing her job all over this little gossip girl blog like uh, (laughs) there was no reason for that these people's lives are getting affected and it's just so the teachers can have a bit of fun i think the teachers are losers now losers i'm i'm not a fan um i'm writing an article about the looks on gossip oh really for for yeah collegefashionista.com check it out you guys it'll be coming out soon but i mean that's the only thing that's been drawing me into the show i think the looks are kind of cute like when um the main girl i forgot her name Uh, zoya's sister that is julian when Julian went to the club and she was in that cat, cat suit, she looked damn good. Bomb. Yeah. Love that look. Honestly, episode two and three were... Episode three was my favorite looks for fashion for, I think, Julian. Mm-hmm. That oversized bla- like um, bomber jacket that she wore to school the day where she yeah. was hung over with the little shorts. That I was, was cute. dying for. Mm-hmm. Was with the little vintage Gucci bag. I was like living for that look. Yeah, fabulous. Um, but yeah, the the story is just kind of starting to lose me as well. We finally got our little weird cheating thruple moment, but I feel like they could have leaned into it more. Like now is it just gonna be done? I don't understand how that happened one so quickly. Yes. And two, we didn't actually see, what's her name, Audrey, hook up with Max. So I felt like I was robbed of a moment of the predatory teenage sex. Like, I don't, (laughs) like, I just can't believe we didn't see it. And when they show 
everything else. You know what I think they were trying to portray? Because initially, I didn't really get why they were showing the sex. We had this conversation last time. I don't like to see... Teenagers who are supposed to be teenagers having sex on TV. It's inappropriate. I don't like it at all. But, I mean, if it propels the story forward... Sure. Not in this context, (laughs) but, like, in other situations. Like, if the sex propels the story forward, fine. And I realized that they were showing Audrey and her boyfriend, Pink Hair Boy, having sex to show, like, their lack of intimacy. Mm. And uh, to show, like, that their relationship was kind of on the rocks. Because all of the sex they had was awkward yes and then you don't see the sex that she has with the other guy because it's like oh like obviously it was just good you know but like that's an integral part of the story right now like they're having this like weird moment where he's like making out with mm-hmm. the guy in okay that scene was so inappropriate to me i in cannot believe, the teacher. i can't believe they sent these children to a russian bathhouse with lots of sex going on in the background and then had them like make out and to like turn on their teacher. It was just so weird and like only a man would write this. Like I cannot, I can't fathom that a woman is writing this. Like I I I really can't. I told you one of the main showrunners is a man and he's the, the same guy who did the, the first, um, gossip girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just don't I don't like the vibes what did you think Marcy? yeah from a teenager's perspective I what watched, do you think I watched the first Gossip Girl all of it and I watched the first two episodes of this new one and I don't like it at all like I I don't like it I think it's weird how they like made the storyline the teachers or the, the kids the teach I mean the teachers mostly like the whole point of the other gossip girl was not knowing who gossip girl was like Mm -hmm. that was such an intricate and like quintessential part of the old show that for them to just like we know who gossip girl is this time it's like weird i agree i agree like where's the show going because at least for the other show, you're like, damn, I want to know who Gossip Girl is. I want to mm-hmm. know who ends up together. But now it's just like, okay, we have our couples. We know who Gossip Girl is. Why are we watching this? Yeah. I wonder, like, what purpose knowing who Gossip Girl is is serving to the larger story. Because yeah. right now, I think it's the biggest detriment to the entire show. I yeah. think the teachers are completely unlikable. Like, they're not even, like, endearing in any way. Like, no. after episode three, when they like basically got their friend fired i just i'm like I can't, i'm not rooting for you i wasn't yeah. rooting for you to begin with but now i'm really not rooting for you because n- now i know you're an awful person with like no moral code yeah yeah not a fan Ugh. and also just like uh, the uh, hbo should not be doing teenage shows it's weird i watched um <laughs> i watched a youtube video of somebody critiquing it uh-huh. and that was their main and they compared it to Pretty Little, Pretty Little Liars, which I haven't watched. But apparently there's a teacher-student relationship as well. Yes. And it's just like, why have we made this okay? It looks okay on screen because the actors that are playing these teenagers are adults. Yeah. But if they actually casted teenage actors and they were hooking up with their 
29, 30 year old teacher, it would look so inappropriate. Yeah. And you kind of saw that with Cruel Summer because in Cruel Summer, um, Homegirl looks really young. Yeah. And it was visibly uncomfortable to see her interact with her teacher, the older man. Well, not even her teacher, her principal. Right. But yeah, like, and that show, it was shown to be, you know, not a good situation. And I feel like that is good for teenagers to watch because they see like, okay, no, this is, this type of relationship isn't okay and it doesn't look right. Right. But when you show two adults on TV and one of them is pretending to be a kid, it makes it seem like okay in the kid's mind. Yes, I completely agree. Um, They... Actually, HBO has picked up the rights to do a Pretty Little Things reboot. So Pretty Little Liars, too? Pretty Little Liars. Wow. Um, and so I think they're really leaning into this, like, teenage drama. And I just think where they're going wrong... It, I was having this conversation with our, our other youngest sister earlier and our mom. Um, I actually don't... I know that teenagers are, like, bad and rebellious and they drink and, you know, some of them do drugs and they're having sex. But I actually don't think that teenagers are as wild as they are being portrayed in the media. Mm -hmm. And I think it's detrimental to their minds because I think it shapes this view of this is what other teenagers are doing. Why shouldn't I? Why am I not doing it? Why I want to have this kind of fun. Where am I in this? They they don't identify with it. So Mm -hmm. then it's like almost like a projection of where they want to go or should be going. Yes. And I just think it's like a very slippery slope. And that's why it feels so uncomfortable to watch these shows like Euphoria, Now This. I'm sure it will happen with Pretty Little Liars. It's like a weird place, I think. Yeah, I mean, I want to get Marcy's perspective on this, but that's one of the things that the girl said in the YouTube video. And maybe we'll find it and link it in the podcast description, you okay. guys. But basically, she was saying that according to research mm-hmm. um, in the millennial generation, about 52% of teenagers were having sex. Mm-hmm. But now with Gen Z, mm-hmm. only about 40% of teenagers are having sex. I was going to say, that and like in if you go back even further like in the 60s and 70s it was like a much higher rate it was like closer to like 60 or 70 percent and like as the generations have gone on it's gotten lower and lower Mm -hmm. um and now it's like the lowest rate of teenagers are having sex and like being as rebellious as they were in the past yes kids are statistically having less sex and this wild stuff that they're portraying on tv a lot of the times it's not a life that most teenagers have experienced. Sure, that's some teenagers' life, but most teenagers don't have multiple partners and are in throuples. So to see that on TV, it can make them feel kind of left out, like, oh, I'm not normal because I'm not doing these wild things. But I wanted to know what you thought. As a teenager of today. Um, I find it quite shocking that we're at the lowest rates because... Personally, like what from what I've seen from the people around me and like party environments, I feel like shows are kind of accurate. But I don't know if that's just like being in Miami because we are like very exposed, overexposed, yeah, overexposed, like even the younger kids. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I just feel like. I know the kids do, like, hardcore drugs, but, like, 
is every kid strung out on heroin this way that euphoria like portrays them to be i just like i think there is an extreme with some of these shows and how they're portrayed i'm sure that it's true for a small percentage but i just again i think that's a very small percentage i also think it depends where you are because i have a friend that just came from texas and like what she has experienced like in the party scene is different from what me and my friends have experienced in the party scene like her friends have like done hard drugs like that but i would say my friends and like the people that i've been around it's more like weed okay mm-hmm. that's fine i think that's normal i think like yeah. hitting a bottle of vodka and like a joint in high school is like totally normal i think yeah. what veers into like whoa this is shocking was like when like julian took like the ketamine in the club like i was just like whoa <laughs> yeah i was like yo that's wild i had never seen anybody do cocaine until like way into my 20s and i was a club girl like I, it, you know, it just depends. I, I just feel like sometimes. No. I saw people do cocaine I in have. high school. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. So, I mean, everybody's experience is obviously different. I just think like, whoa, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the, the sex thing really got to me because, you know, it is potentially dangerous to show these experiences and make kids feel like they need to be doing those things. Yeah. When they might not be ready or for whatever reason, like, you know. Yeah, I agree. Mm, yeah. I, I don't know if I, I I think I'm done with the show personally. I think so too. Like it didn't hook me. No. And neither did it. I don't think it has enough redeeming qualities to the storyline or the characters. I think Julian's character is really interesting, but I kind of feel like her interaction with her friends is like very kind of basic as for her to be like the HBIC. Okay, so my thing with the characters is that I think they're cute, but I don't think they're likable. Like, you know how Serena and Blair were their own characters? They felt like real people. They yeah. were iconic. Mm-hmm. They had, like, fun quotes. They were individuals. They they felt real. These girls feel like a hollow shell of what the Gossip Girl girls used to be. Yeah, it feels very, like cosplay-ish yeah like tell me tell me julian's qualities what's her personality yeah i can't tell you what are her motivations and i'm trying to figure that out for her two other friends Mm -hmm. i like don't understand them at all yeah um and i'm just wondering what they get out of playing her like side characters i mean she kind of said it in I think it was episode two when Julian was uh, going down she was like oh I'm never gonna get this uh, internship at whatever if uh, Julian's social media presence goes down so she's using this as like her like stepping stone to her career is it really that hard to become a social media manager in today's day and age like anybody could do that I just I don't know I just feel like it's not really like even that it's like you want to be a social media manager like what's the end goal Mm -hmm. like you could literally buy your way into Harvard like you're you want to I don't understand like why is this girl's Instagram such a big deal yeah I feel you (laughs) the show is lame (laughs) like I think it's so lame I think yeah I think today's like 
young people are very particular. And I think it's very hard to tap into the mind of like young people on social media for older generations. Yes, and I they think don't that's know how to do it. And I really think there's it. like a real disconnect when we see it play out in television and on yeah. movies because it doesn't feel accurate. That's what I it's kind of the same thing with like Emily in Paris. Like you didn't watch that, but like she was this social media manager and she was like going viral and like her em- her captions were just like emojis. Mm-hmm. It's like you're never go- you would never go viral with just like a picture in front of the Eiffel Tower with an emoji under it. Like yeah. you know, it doesn't feel real because it's not you. You can tell that people have are not actually experiencing the things that they're the world that they're li- writing about. Definitely, yeah. that's the problem. Right. We need some Gen Z writers and consultants to come up and make it work because this is very sick yeah they need to like tap into like young consultants and like talk to your teenagers yeah do you have kids sir like what are they doing i mean i felt like euphoria was pretty accurate but i feel like it was a little like once again i it was raunchy i didn't want to see the kids having sex yeah i understand that but i loved euphoria like, Maddie's personality on Euphoria was just, like, so spot on. She's yeah. such an individual, like, new generation mean girl. And she was just fabulous. Ugh. I feel like that show was very developed. Most of these other shows aren't really developed. Yeah. And there's not a lot of thought that go into, like, creating each character. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like, that show did a good job of, like, developing each character as their own individual mm-hmm. person. Did you watch all of Euphoria? No. Just, like, the first episode or two okay. episodes? It was a, actually a really developed show. And it was. it was... I feel like it was accurate and the characters felt real. I mean, they gave everybody a backstory. And yeah. it was just very informed by what's going on today. Like, Maddie's character... Um, she started off as like, uh, one of those toddlers and tiaras, like a Mm. baby beauty queen, always in the spotlight dancer. And like, she had daddy issues. Her dad left her and she was just very, like, she needed the attention from men. And then uh, with the internet and porn, like she modeled her personality off of what she thought men wanted And I just feel like a lot of young girls will do that. They'll see like, oh, like that's, you know, that's what's going on online. And even Instagram, like, oh, this is what men think is sexy. Mm. So I'm going to do that. Mm. And like her, I just thought that was an amazing backstory for Maddie. Um, So I just, uh, I feel like that was a really good show. And it was accurate, even though it was like a little bit dark. Mm -hmm. Um, And with Gossip Girl, this is definitely supposed to be like, a light-hearted, fun, like, fantasy show. Like, you want to be yeah. in the Upper East Side kids, yeah. like, and yeah. you want to see them doing the crazy stuff, but I feel like uh, it's just uh, too... In some ways, it's too rooted in reality, and then it's not developed enough character-wise. I completely agree. I think, like, too much of their characters are, like, left up to interpretation. Like, I... I feel like we're just supposed to know things about them, and it's like, we're... This is a brand new show. Like, where. Like, there's no narrator. Yes. Like, you know, there was no one to tell us, like, who is Julian? What is she doing? Where is she coming from? There was no, like, narrator in the first episode to set the scene of who these characters were. And I don't think they're doing enough 
of like developing their their storylines in the uh, in the further episodes. I don't know if they'll get there, but like it's not there for me right now. Yeah, like I think the most developed characters are the dads, like the dads <laughs> that have beef. <laughs> yeah, like their beef is real. Yeah, everybody else is just like vibing, just vibes. What's her name's mom? Blondie's mom was crazy. Oh, that mom was great. Too. I loved her. She was great. She carried that episode on her back. Yeah, <laughs> she did. And that event, like that was just hilarious. Mm-hmm. I loved that. And yeah. her story as a like her mother's story is interesting. Like the dad left for the the young secretary. And yeah. I just like I like that. And she's yeah. depressed and now she's going bankrupt. Like I just love that. Like what's gonna happen there? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. the Chuck the Chuck Bass looking guy, his Max. parent Max, his parents acting up and then his little um rant at Audrey and her boyfriend. Like his rant was really good. That was some good writing. Um and like he feels like a real person, even though he's trying to get with his teacher. Yeah, but he does feel yeah. I think he's my favorite character, him and Julian. I really do. I just think I'm obsessed with that girl that's playing her. I just think she's beautiful. Right. Like, I just think the bald head is just so adorable. Those oversized jackets that she's always wearing are... I just want to dress like that. Mm -hmm. Like, that's my false style. Like, I'm (laughs) going to look up every outfit and, like, recreate that. Like, I love it. Like, the little skirts or shorts and a big-ass jacket. And, like, boots. Yeah. I love it. So cute. Okay. So that's Gossip Girl. Let's get into Love Island because me and Mace are just... I'm just so happy that you've joined this journey. (laughs) Let's talk about this season. At this point, we are completely caught up. And if you're watching Love Island, I'm not going to go into, like, the full backstory on every single person that's, like, come in, whatever. The major... Because they're, like, 30 episodes deep. (laughs) (laughs) No, what? Like, 20. I think we're, like, on episode, like, 18 at this point. Um, (laughs) It's been on for three weeks. She is so salty. She's a hater. Whatever. Um, We have just had the major recoupling after Casa Amor. And, you know, the major couples are Josh and Shannon. It was Trina and Cinco. But they've broken. They've broken up now. And he, Cinco, okay, let's just talk about Cinco. (laughs) Cinco was fine, tall, football player, swaggy. Mm -hmm. But, like, he does not know what he wants. Uh And he just keeps playing with these girls' hearts. First, he liked Cash, but he didn't think she was open enough. Then he liked Trina. And I feel like he only liked Trina because he knew that she would, like, get down. Yeah. Like, she would, they would be, like, making out in bed, and that's what he wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and there was, like, sexual chemistry and attraction yeah. there. Now he's back to wanting Cash again because Cash put it all out there. She's like, you're the guy for me. But mm-hmm. she went to Cash some more and found somebody else. And he's, like, not taking it well. He's, like, I don't know what to do, dog. Like, I'm going to try to go all in on her, but she's wrapped up with someone else. But at the end of it, she really does like him and want him. I just want so much better for her because she is the star of the show. She is definitely the star of the show. And I like her more with Charlie. I I said that, too. I think he's good for her. Like, he seems loyal. He seems loyal. He seems like a nice southern gentleman. What Charlie look like? Charlie (laughs) is, like, a light-skinned, tall black guy with, like, lots of tattoos. Okay, and Cash is the bald girl. Yes. Yes. Love her. Love her. And my thing is, I said, 
Cash and Cinco, they have like an undeniable connection that everybody's talking about. And there's like definitely a rhythm there between them. But I think that Cash in the very beginning was not very open or affectionate. And Charlie has come in and she's like, wants to make out with him all day. She's all over him, wants to cuddle, really playful. And I just feel like she feels safe enough to do that where she didn't feel that with Cinco. And that's a main indicator to me that that's just a better overall match with her because the level of comfort is just there. She didn't have to like work into it or like convince herself that it was okay to be like that. She was just like that. Yeah. And she feels safe with him to be like that. And that's why I think that Cinco needs to get gone. (laughs) That whole thing is a perfect example of who you should be with versus who you want to be with. Yes. Like, Charlie is who she should be with, but Cinco is who she wants to be with. Yes, and he's toxic. Yeah, he's not good for her. I, he is all over the place. All over the place. When At Casa Moore, he was liking somebody else, kissing her. Mm-hmm. Like, boy, what? No, you're not going to play with our Black Queen Cash. Like, no. Exactly. Um, and Cash's personality is just amazing. I think like whoever she ends up with is gonna win the seat like i think america's gonna (laughs) give her the money and whoever's on her arm is just along for the ride like good for you buddy um but everybody is obsessed with her and for good reason Mm -hmm. because she's bomb um the other major players i would say are will and kira they're the strong i love will so much will is my favorite guy (laughs) favorite guy colombian He's got a little accent. He's beautiful. But oh, with the Asian girl? Yes. Okay. Um, well, she's Pacific Islander. She's from Hawaii. Oh, okay. Um, she is like a little lamer than him. Yeah. You know, she's got like a very quiet personality, but he is just so amazing. They meditate together. He's vegan. He's always cooking. That's fine. Um, he's just like everything to me. Like that is like he's lovely that's how i would that is lovely he is lovely (laughs) like he's just a lovely man like i live and die for him like love him so much i love british people he's not british no but i'm saying like you guys saying lovely you would love love island Island, uk i've seen the love island uk and i do like it but i just can't commit it's a proper show though. Like you you'd love it. You would you would get into the banter, the chat, yeah. you would love it. I love the chat. <laughs> I love the banter, but I don't have the time. Zelina, you're about to graduate. Graduation is next so week. I said no (laughs) and it's so entertaining like the conversations they have about their lives they're just they're endearing darling i do just like to listen to british people talk i don't know if you guys like sophia and chinzia on youtube but they're my favorite i just listen to them talk i live for them they're just so cute Imagine them, but on a show time. I want them to be on a show because they're both single right now. Do you follow Molly May? No, I don't. She's an influencer, but she was on season five, and I'm I'm currently watching that season, and I'm just like Molly May, love her. I just love the accents. I cannot get enough of them. Yeah, I love it too. Um, and I think the UK does such a good job of just casting, like, fucking bombshells. Yeah, all the people in the, U- in the UK are hot. Like, the guys are so hot. The girls are stunning. In the- America, the people are like, eh. Yeah, they're very they kind are, of eh. 
eh. Like some of the girls, I'm like, yeah, you're cute-ish, mm-hmm. sort of. And some of the, like, Jeremy, oh, my God. Why is this man still on my screen? Jeremy is terrible. Like, he has no personality, and that's why he hasn't been able to click with anybody. At this point, like, nobody likes him. He needed to go home seven episodes ago. (laughs) I just don't understand why we're, we're still rooting for him because, like, he's tragic. And Corey, like, I can't with him either. No, but I, I like Corey because Corey is like nice. You could tell Corey is a nice person. guy Jeremy for sure. He's just like ugh. Please he's leave <laughs> already. Like I'm tired of you. Um. Yeah. Corey is nice, but like that's just not enough for me. Like I'm I'm yeah. sick of him as well. And I mean the biggest shocker of all is Corey and, and Olivia. Olivia. Olivia's been having a hard time this whole time. They had brought in this guy for her, and then he had to leave suddenly. Oh, um, the girl from Alaska. Yes. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Slade, if you're out there, call me, because <laughs> you were fabulous. I was obsessed with you. And now she's like, I really like Corey. Like, I think it started as a friendship, but, like, now I'm, like, thinking about him. And I'm just like, is this production, like, stepping in and, like, trying to create a storyline but they kissed? And I'm just like, what is going on? (laughs) It's weird because he was like, yeah, I've been feeling it too. And it's like, where? When? How? Why? (laughs) Yeah, very strange. Um, (laughs) What else has happened? Shannon... And Josh are still, like, solid and good. They're kind of boring. They're, like, whatever. But I do like that Shannon is messy. Like, Shannon keeps everything and is, like, no, I'm going to tell the girls that. (laughs) Like, she's messy about it, Um, which I I love that. And what else? I was just so upset when Wes left. Honestly, there has never been a finer man on any of these shows. Like, UK, US. He was Harvard football player. (gasps) He left? He left. Him and the Brazilian girl. They left together, and apparently they're, like, dating now. Like, for real, for real. Why did they date together? Um, There was, like, a recoupling, and they, like... They were in the lowest people, like, voted as far as, like... her and com- him. Yeah, as far as compatibility. And they had to, like, choose one person from the girls, from the three lowest girls, oh, and one person so from the guys. they a couple. Yes. Okay. So they weren't saved. They left. And just Wes is so fine. Like, Harvard graduate, you finance major. Tall, hot, nice body, beautiful face, amazing voice like i'm sorry i am obsessed with him like he was very attractive oh baby like he is so my type Mm -hmm. so my type i love an athlete i love a a smart guy he was everything um so yeah that's our love island recap (laughs) we're ready for more drama i i think i new guys are gonna come in next i feel i feel like yeah, probably. Yeah, I feel like guys, because Olivia is single. She's like the only like single, single one. So I feel like they're going to bring in someone for her. Yeah. And yeah, that's Love Island. If you're watching, let us know. We're loving it. Tweet me. Um, I tweet on occasion about Love Island, but I'm just obsessed with it. And UK is just everything, darling. <laughs> if you've got Hulu, tune in, catch up, just get into it. It's okay. quite muggy if you don't. <laughs> What's muggy? Don't be a mug. 
All right, guys, it is time for tea. Let's get into the news of like so many weeks. Uh, we're just like totally behind. First news, baby news, our fave Halsey gave birth to her daughter. This is an update. We talked about her pregnancy. Um, she gave birth like at this point, it's been like two and a half weeks ago, maybe three. Yes. And the baby's name is Elvin. Ender Ridley Aiden. I think that's cute, Ender. I think it's cute too. I don't like Ridley, but I like Ender. Ridley. Aiden. I love that last name. Um, yeah, so congratulations to her. We love her. She's our fave. Yes. Um, cute name. And yeah, so that's celeb baby news. Mm-hmm. And, and oh, go go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say in other news, my favorite couple is Instagram official. <laughs> J Lo turned fifty two, and she posted her man Ben Affleck. Um, I think it's funny that people are like, "Oh, she's finally confirmed it." It's like we've seen seventy five pictures and videos of them I being know. official. Like we know they've been official, but it's. One, when I scrolled through that carousel and got to the picture of them kissing, mm-hmm. I screamed. <laughs> I screamed too because like when you're in, it's one thing for a paparazzi to be taking photos of you, but when you're Instagram official, that's different. Yes. And they were in the south of France for her birthday. And you know what is, what makes this even like worse? What? Um, what's his name? What's the ex's name? Oh, um, A-Rod. A-Rod was also in the South of France because everybody is in the South of France right now. Yeah. And he was on his y- his yacht and it's like he's around like these no name like nobodies and just like randoms, mm-hmm. right? And he just, there was a pa- paparazzi picture of him like going down a slide on the boat and he just looked like such a loser. Oh, and it's yeah. like he has lost the breakup war. <laughs> He definitely <laughs> lost the war. And you know what really got me? There's a photo circulating of Jen and Ben on the boat. And it's like a recreation of their old video from the music video of like his hand on her ass. And it's just everything. It's everything. Like I'm obsessed with Ben Affleck. I actually love him. Oh my God. Have you seen the latest pictures of them going to dinner at some restaurant and he's in like the black jeans and the black button no, up? Oh my I God, haven't. he looks so good. I think he's so fine. I love him and I love them together. Like they were just, honestly, like, the, they were meant for each other. I think he, she really brings out the best in him because yes. he's never looked better. Like honestly, <laughs> he's never looked better. <laughs> he looks, you have to go look up that photo. He looks so good. I'm like, damn, you look skinny. Like I'm yeah. sure she has him in the gym. Like, you know she on her gym shit right i'm like she's probably making him go vegan like i just like love the energy she's bringing to him they just look like fun and fresh like girls but also i saw some tweets (laughs) what that like just sent me this one was like oh i thought y'all couldn't go back to your exes now (laughs) jlo and ben are gold (laughs) like what's up and then the other tweet i saw was like Guys, it is still no go backs to the exes unless you are J-Lo and Ben Affleck because they are actually J-Lo and Ben Affleck. Like, it does not apply to the rest of us. Yes. And I cannot, I cannot underscore that enough. Like, don't don't do it. It's not going to be this fun Mm -hmm. or fabulous. Yeah. Like, you know how 2019 was hot girl summer? 
Uh-huh. I feel like this is, like, a summer of love. Everybody's in a relationship. Like, even... <laughs> You're not wrong. Even Hot really? Girl Meg. Megan, the stallion, mm-hmm. the original oh, Hot Girl, is true. in love. Posting a man. I mean, like, this is true. Who would have thought? Quarantine did a lot. Well, I think quarantine, like, showed people, like, what was really good. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you got true feedback on, like, who you were dating and you got to know, like, this is what I'm looking for. So if you found it, you're not going anywhere. You know it's lonely. <laughs> you know it's lonely. That's hilarious. You know, I, I think, yeah. So maybe it is. Yeah, I, I just love this for Sis. And I love this for him. They're the hottest couple obsessed. I feel like this summer is like a mix and mingle summer. Like, every time I go out, I'm just, like, mixing and mingling and, like, <laughs> Everybody gets my number. Like, you know, I'm just like, it's a mix and mingle summer for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay. What What's next? Um, I want to talk about wedding news because it's like my favorite thing this week. Issa Rae got married. She dropped the pictures like just suddenly. I think it was like Tuesday morning of yeah. her in her wedding dress. Beautiful. Congratulations to her. Yeah, and we didn't know she was in a relationship, but okay. I know everybody's like, it's the secret wedding. It's like, no, we just like don't know everything about her life, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, the bride wore Vera Wang, which is the theme for 2021 weddings. Yes, Vera Wang only. And I just, <laughs> I can't get enough. I love it. Mm-hmm. I mean, she had a long veil, oh. but like her dress was just stunning. She got married in the south of France. Like, on this, like, beautiful property. Have you seen the picture? I saw the pink oh, house. Oh, the pink house. So I just beautiful. That. It was so nice. I loved it so much. I'm happy for her. She looked fabulous. I love that, like, ponytail, low ponytail, mm-hmm. big curly hair. I just, like, yeah. love the look. Vera Wang is killing it. Mm-hmm. I want to get married in Vera Wang, too. Yes. Um, so, congratulations to her. Beautiful. And then the next wedding news I have to talk about lady kitty spencer now you're probably thinking who the hell is lady kitty spencer (laughs) lady kitty spencer is princess diana's niece okay and you will have recognized her because she was at megan and harry's wedding wearing this this woman oh that that girl this girl we love obsessed with her she was in the green dress that was like tea length with the custom um hand-painted like rosette flowers in like orange and yellow with the green fascinator and the feather. You know who I'm talking about if you were into the fashion on the royal wedding. So she's fabulous. She is, I just like, she's like my new obsession. She is marrying a multi million dollar heir to like some fashion empire who Love is like that. 61. She is 30. Whoa. <laughs> and um, apparently their love story is like, beautiful and they got together and it was like they just she swept up right Mm. she wore five custom dolce and gabbana dresses for the events okay we need to post this for the people to see guys you have to go look it up or i'm going to blow your mind with this picture and i've waited to show you this because i've been wanting to send this to you since i saw it look at the wedding dress yes (laughs) oh it's nice yes oh my god beautiful guys floor length huge the veil to me is everything high neck lace the victorian shoulders, shoulders classic Obsessed. modern 
regal, just, it's everything you would want in a wedding dress. Beautiful. Um, this is what she wore to the reception. Oh, she's Ooh. fabulous. Fabulous. I love that. I actually love, like, color wedding dresses. Me too. Like, I would love to do color at some point. Yes. Really? I would love to do color. Like, maybe a floral, a pink, a blue. Her wedding... I like a blue, right? Ooh. Like a light like a light soft baby pink like just a barely blush yes. i would do um she's like a global ambassador for dolce and gabbana so she has a very close relationship with them and she's also the official face of bulgari so bulgari did all of the jewelry <gasps> guys look at the necklace oh i'm breathless <laughs> When I tell you this is like the most fabulous That's thing I've ever seen, yes, this is this was the welcome dinner dress. You see, I need about five <laughs> outfits too. Like. <laughs> like, and then the party dress was like cut, like completely encrusted, Ooh. like just. She looks so good. This is beautiful. Amazing. She also oh, got married. Cape. I love this. Oh, it's the cape for me. Right. Oh, yes, uh, girl. She did what she had to do. She, she did, did what she had to do. She knew the assignment. She did it well. Oh, look at that one. And they got married in Rome at, like, a private, like, villa. Love that. Um, I want, like, a villa wedding. So, I, I would love, like, a house that you could, like, stay in and yes, get married. Yeah, Just, like, walk yes. downstairs and then, like, go... You know, mm -hmm. um, but she is fabulous and like she, her family is fabulous. Okay, so she's Diana's niece. Her dad is Diana's brother. Mm -hmm. She's also got two twin sisters and two brothers. So her brothers walked her down the aisle. Stunning. Yeah. Her sisters, gorgeous. Like they're twins and they are now like, um, like this model duo. Oh, oh my God. I'm going to go down the rabbit hole of this family's Instagrams. <laughs> They're fabulous. I'm obsessed. Who knew that, like, Harry and, and William had these, like, fabulous cousins, like, that are way more fabulous than they are. Way more fabulous. <laughs> because William is looking a little old and haggard, and uh, Meghan and Harry are in recovery, so. <laughs> Anyways, love that, guys. Do not, like, you have to go down the rabbit hole. Like, just become obsessed with me. I'm... I just, like, I'm living and breathing and dying for this woman now. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, in other news, other fabulous news, <laughs> Lady Gaga is starring in a movie, House of Gucci. They dropped the poster and a bunch of, like, um, They also like dropped the, the trailer. Oh, yeah, they dropped the trailer, too. I just haven't seen it yet. Um, so good. Yeah. She's She looks ruthless. It looks amazing. I'm so excited to see it. Yeah, so am I. The, the clothes are obviously going to be all Gucci. It's going to be fabulous in Italy. I just, like, cannot wait for this film. Mm -hmm. Now, before we get into the major news, I think we should throw out some rapid fire. <laughs> Kanye's living in the Mercedes theater. It's ghetto. <laughs> I just, like, don't understand. Kanye is, like, such a... Like, yes, he's a genius, but he's such a fucking weirdo. Like, he couldn't have, like, lived in a stu like a regular studio. Like, why are you camped out in the stadium? Like, what about the stadium do you need to finish your album in? He's weird. I don't know. Anyways, 
Chriselle and Jason Oppenheim from Selling Sunset. Selling Sunset are dating. Jason is Mary's ex. And so what Roman, Romaine, um, mm-hmm. Mary's husband now, she he commented on the photo and was like, now hopefully everybody will leave the Mary and Jason storyline alone. Yes. That's what he commented on the Instagram. Romaine is crazy. He is crazy, but I love him. I like Romaine too. Um, that's just weird. I think it's weird I that think it's very strange. Okay, like first of all, like what in the what workplace harassment is this? <laughs> One. And two, like, how did this happen? Like I think wasn't Rochelle dating that black guy? Yes, from what Dancing with the them? Stars. What happened to They them? broke up. Um, a couple months ago, like that, that relationship was very quick. Mm. Um, but like this, I just don't, I don't get how like people turn over and look at their friends and they're like, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Like now five years in, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get it. Like it's either that's the vibe or it's not the vibe. Like what is this like growing into, to love from friendship? It's just very weird. It's weird for me too. Anyways. Season two of Love is Blind is out, or should I say Love is Blind After the Altar. It's a continuation of the first couples from season one. Um, That's going to be coming soon. I'm so excited about that. Um, Tana Mojo started a podcast for those of you who care. And Simone Biles dropped out of the Olympics. Have you been watching the Olympics at all? Um, some. Really? Okay, so I watched the Olympics for the first time this afternoon with Mace. Yeah. Um, I, I caught the archery, which is, like, literally one of my favorite um, sports. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. Um, that was good. I saw USA. USA was did awful. She mm. got fourth place. She, oh. she didn't get the bronze. <laughs> she was up against France. And then Korea versus Russia mm. for the for first for gold and silver, and mm-hmm. Korea spanked that ass. Mm. It was really good. Okay. Um, and then me and Marcy were watching um, table, table tennis. tennis. Oh, <laughs> table tennis is fun to watch. We were dying. It was so intense. I had never. We had never watched it before. Yeah. No, it was shocking. I was like, mm-hmm. "This is like real." They were like the technique, the this, the, like it was really. Yeah. And it was China. It was China versus China. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like very intense, wow. and we were we enjoyed it. Love that. I mean, what I've seen of the Olympics so far is the fencing. Ooh, fencing is fun. Uh, I like um, that. Yeah, I saw some fencing. The synchronized diving. Oh, I love synchronized Ooh, I diving. I love that. Um, China was killing it. Crazy. I saw some clips of them. Yeah, they were super good. But my favorite part of the Olympics so far has been skateboarding. Ryan really? put me on. This is the first Olympics where With, they have skateboarding. Uh-huh. And the people who are doing this are just so swaggy. Oh. I'm like, where did you guys come from? And the uniforms are like all like sporty and cool. Hmm. And I'm just like, okay, finally, the Olympics is like a new and fun and trendy. Mm. And the guy from um from the US team, he's supposed to be the best in the world. He lost to Korea. Mm-hmm. And the Korean guy, he's like this crazy skater on Instagram, like influencer type, and he's like disrupting the skateboarding world. It's like a fun, cool 
thing that's okay. happening in skateboarding. Okay. Right? Like, yeah, guys, watch skateboarding. It's cool. Interesting. I have to, like, tune in more. I haven't really been trying to tune in, mm-hmm. but I need to. Um, so I think I'm going to do that this weekend. Yeah. Um, what did you think about all the Simone Biles stuff? I just feel so bad for her because... I mean, I was feeling a little bit burnt out at my job, Mm -hmm. so I can only imagine being in the Olympics and just being like, I know I'm not, like, well enough for this, but, like, feeling the pressure of, like, thinking you have to do it. Yeah, so she's the oldest person on the the u.s team Mm -hmm. and what so some things that i've heard is that one the postponement of the olympics has been like really detrimental to a lot of older athletes because they've had to train for a longer period of time and so they're they're like more tired and burnt out so that's something that could be played into this that's one and then a second thing that i saw is that japan has like very strict rules on like like certain kind of meditations you can take to even like be in the country mm-hmm. and so she's withdrawing from her AD, ADD medication mm-hmm. and so like that's also another thing damn mm-hmm. if she was on Ritalin or Adderall I understand why she stopped um and then also like with this COVID stuff like they don't have any family there no friends there's no audience like there's no like system of support for any of the athletes where they usually would have like you mm-hmm. should be able to like walk over and see your mom who's there or whatever um and none of the athletes have that so i think that is also like playing into it as well it's just like a very fragile situation yeah the olympics this year is real ghetto like i saw that uh there was uh, i think two mothers that dropped out of the olympics because Mm -hmm. they couldn't nurse their babies yep um and then of course you have the handball team that is wearing shorts and everybody's mad at them Mm -hmm. like this is ghetto well we're in the age of aquarius this is what's supposed to be happening and if somebody doesn't know what that means it means that the astrologically the period of time that we're in right now is all about uncovering like the truth behind a lot of systems and ways of life that we have like heralded and like that have been in place for long periods of time. And so a lot of things are being unmasked right now. This is why things like the Oscars and the Grammys and now the Olympics are kind of being like stripped of all of their like glory. And we're seeing like the like the underbelly of of these systems that have been built up and like the things that are wrong with them. So it's our job as human beings on this earth to kind of like look at all these things around us and think of new ways of imagining how to like work mm-hmm. yeah I so mean, yeah that's the astrological breakdown <laughs> <laughs> we gotta talk about the stars always um, yeah but i i want to kind of backtrack to something i said a few weeks ago about naomi osaka okay and i said that it kind of felt like she was just being too sensitive mm-hmm. and she i said the up. same thing and you know i'm sure maybe you were expecting me to say the same thing about simone but now that i've experienced some burnout and i know how that feels it's just like i can only imagine them on that scale when you're burnt out nothing matters oh no for sure i think i mean i think i was definitely like harsh with naomi osaka but i think it's just like a larger conversation of like where i think like society is i don't think society is in a very like mentally tough place i think as we said in that episode there's like a lot of there's i think there's a bit of overcorrection with like some of the sensitivities that people like hold on to yeah that i think is detrimental to people 
Um, but I do think that if, like in Simone's case, like I think there's more at play than just like it's burnout. You know, mm-hmm. I I don't know. I think it is a little bit deeper than that. And um, I think if she recognized that she wasn't like m- not even just like mentally, but physically unable to perform because her balance beam routine was awful. Yeah. Like her her first um, competition that she did, it was like so bad. And somebody was saying like it looks like she's got like a case of the dizzies. Yeah. Um, and so that can really, like, affect a sport like gym- gymnastics. So I think there's, like, a little bit more going on there. I don't think it's just mental health. Yeah, definitely. It was That was probably a part of it as well. But we know that when you're not mentally well, sometimes that translates into... Your, Physical. Yeah. So, you know, I, I feel bad for her. And, I mean, if she wants to retire, she can. Oh, yeah. The girl is stacked. Yeah. If she's done with the Olympics, I mean, that's fine. The girl before her, um, Gabby Douglas, mm-hmm. she only did, like, two Olympics, right? I think so. I think she only did one or two. So if someone is done, that's fine. She did what she had to do. Yeah. Well, a lot of why she came back was because she wants the um, the U.S. Gymnastics Association to, like, really address the Larry Nasser stuff. Mm-hmm. And she thinks that if... Because she's, like, one of the the last survivors that are, like, is active in the sport. Yeah. And she wants to keep the spotlight on that. Um, I didn't realize she was a victim. Yeah, she is. Oh. And so um, that's also another thing that's playing into it. Like, what if some she was triggered? Like, I don't know. There's just, like, I think there's more going on to it of just... It, it's not just, like, regular, like, mental health stuff. The yeah. way that I think people are framing it. It's a lot going on. Right. <laughs> okay. Mm, now... Let's get into what everybody else is, what everyone is talking about this week. So much conversation has gone on about the baby, the baby, <laughs> and his drama. At Rolling Loud, Marcy, you were there. Tell us what you saw. I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> we were right there in the crowd the whole time. Did not hear it. Did not see it when everyone was talking about what was going on with the baby this week i was confused i was like what are they talking about like where could this have been apparently it was at rolling out when he was on stage yeah so he made some disparaging comments about people in the community of in the gay community and he made some weird comments about people living with hiv um he said that you know anybody that has one of those diseases that kill you in two to three weeks don't put your lighter up basically um that was just so sick what was the reason (laughs) he i'm laughing because it's just so ridiculous what is his obsession with aids did he catch it himself and that's why he's mad right that's where my mind goes and if he (laughs) did that is one like Lots of people are living with HIV and AIDS in this world, and they are living full, healthy lives. Yeah, we need to destigmatize that, but also, I'm just like, why are you so obsessed with this? Right. Because he, like, talked about it, and then he doubled down. He did. So it's just like, I don't understand. He's talked about it before? No, now. On Rolling Loud. And then when people were questioning him, he was like, no, I meant what I said, kind of. And he's doubled down, like, again, because he dropped a music video. And he's holding up. There's, like, a scene where he's, like, in a jail cell. And he's, like, being, like, taunted by, like, two guys. And he's holding up, like, a poster that says AIDS. And, like, (laughs) what? 
And why are you so obsessed? I'm confused. I don't like, know. It's very strange. I just it's feel real like weird. People don't wake up and think about AIDS. Yeah, <laughs> and like, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, not really sure. Like, who hurt you? <laughs> I'm not really sure. And like, what is with the download comments? Like, if if. A homosexual man is not living their life completely out of the closet yet. Like that's on them. Like what does that have to do with you if you sir if you sir are heterosexual and not dating men? Right, exactly. Why are you right. so obsessed? That's where I'm confused. Like this should not be your problem. Right. It's like you know what I always think is so weird about men? Um, especially like there's like a certain brand of like anti-gay rhetoric from men that is just so weird to me because they're always like oh but if it uh, if, if it happens to me and it's like sir you don't date men so why would it have like why does anything that happened in the gay community affect you like this is not your business right this is not your lane right it's like you don't date men so who cares about men who date men like <laughs> what's the problem yeah that's where my confusion is coming from but yeah, he made some crazy comments. People are really mad. I mean, I'm pretty upset with him. I think it was inappropriate. Madonna made an Instagram post saying, uh, basically, you know, denouncing him. Did they have a song together? No. Oh, well, Not that I know of. She was like, anyone who talks down to the LGBTQ But she's like a huge... Community. Yeah, she was like, anybody who does that is no friend of mine we don't stand the baby and i was just like oh okay well elton john also put up a post of like statistics about people living with hiv and like because he's like a, a i think it's like the world aids and association or whatever it is he's like a major ambassador for that so he like put up information he was basically saying like the misinformation around um HIV and AIDS and people within that community is just like so long like it shouldn't even be a thing anymore because we've gotten so far past like what once was available knowledge yeah and so I mean if Elton John is coming into the conversation you know you messed up (laughs) I did not know it was this big of a thing to be honest I mean, but tell us about the Chris Brown thing, because you saw that. I didn't see it. Yeah, I kept on seeing a bunch of people say, like, oh, if Chris Brown is getting involved and saying something about what the baby said, that's how you know it's bad. Yeah, Chris Brown canceled five times over. (laughs) (laughs) He put up an Instagram story that said, shut the fuck up, do the show, thank everybody, and get the fuck off the stage. So, you know, he's basically saying, like, dog, don't talk about things that you don't need to be talking about. (laughs) And just, like, do the job and get gone. Yeah, like, this really does not concern you. I don't understand why you're talking about it. But people are very upset. And, like, he is now being dropped. I think he had a collaboration with Boohoo. And they dropped him. Oh, I think I saw that collab. And he also was dropped from the show, some festival he was doing over in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's having repercussions for that. Um, yeah, and and Dula Peep, um, didn't she release a statement? <laughs> Dua Lipa, she did release a statement. She basically was like, "This is not who I recognize as the person that I work that I worked with." And if you know me, you know that I am like a full ally, supporter of the LGBTQ community, and I do not condone this rhetoric and this messaging. I want no parts. <laughs> yeah, like. Uh, Dula Peep, the main <laughs> queen of pop. 
You know, her and the baby had the pop song of the year. Literally. And he's out here doing this craziness. Yeah. I just think he is now moving into, like, troll territory. Mm -hmm. I think he has, like... And I think that's what the video is. Like, I feel like he's just, like, trolling. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, said... You know, like, everything's a rollout. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I just think he's just setting himself up to be, like, the enemy of hip-hop. Like, um, T.I.? <laughs> yeah, or, like, back in the day, like... Like, 6 9 Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. he's just... He's setting himself up to be, like, the adversary of for hip-hop. Like, he's the, he's the villain. Well, 6 9 is, like, super, super cancelled. Um, I don't know if the baby will get to that point. It looks like he's headed down that route, but we'll see. Because then you have people like Chris Brown who just never leave. <laughs> <laughs> You know what it is? If you're going to be a problem, you better make some damn good music. And we could really... No one's going to miss him. The the baby. baby. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to miss him that much. That's really what it comes down to. People, I mean... No, honestly, I feel like a lot of people are standing behind him. You think so? Yeah. But I think it's like... It's like they're standing on the back of homophobia. Really? I thought it was just, like, standing on the back of his music. Oh. His music is all right. Like, I don't know. I, I've canceled Tory Lanez's new music, <laughs> but I still got to listen to the Controller remix just because, like, that's a staple song. I can't think of a baby song where I'm like, no, like, I can't get rid of this. Yeah, like, I'll never stop listening to Controller. Right? <laughs> you guys are I will run that on on SoundCloud for the rest of life. I have it on Apple Music. Um, yeah. The last thing I want to talk about... We're done with the baby, right? Yeah. Okay, so the last thing I want to talk about is the Sex and the City reboot. Mm-hmm. We... I'm, like, hating everything about this, and I have been, and I feel really negative, but... Um, yeah, I'm just, like, not looking forward to this, and it mm-hmm. just keeps being, like, pounded into me. They have been releasing photos from the set, so we're seeing the clothes and the outfits, and I'm not impressed. Mm. I'm not inspired. I think... Okay, this is going to sound weird, because I feel like we're used to them being, like, these young, fresh women that are, like, sexy in their own kind of ways, and, like, really, like taking charge of their personal agency. And you saw that reflected in their their costuming of the show. And I just feel like they all look like old women right now. And I know they're supposed to be older. They're women in their 50s. And of course, like, women mature and their style changes and, like, your body changes and the way you present yourself, like, evolves as you get older. But I just cannot imagine Carrie Bradshaw being, like, a dowdy old woman. Like, she's so fun and fresh. Like, I just feel like that goes against her character. And, like, I'm not getting fun or fresh out of any of the looks that I've seen. I think her and Miranda both need to darken their hair. I'm (laughs) going to stand by that. They look a little washed out with all the blonde. Um, I'm not a fan. Yeah, I agree. But also, I mean, I saw this one outfit that Carrie was in, and it was like a maxi dress and a t-shirt. The maxi dress is from Forever 21. I saw. And I (laughs) just feel like that is like, did they bring back the original costume? Um, No. What's her name? Patricia Fields, she's yes. she did not sign on for this. She is yeah. currently working on um 
Emily in Paris. So she declined to come back for this, but she's also very good friends with Kim Cattrall. So I think there <gasps> is like some. They're cahoots. They're in cahoots. Wow. Kim Cattrall said you can have the show, but you can't have the outfits. Right. Um, Damn. And. They should have gotten, um, what's his name? Zendaya's a stylist or something. Yeah, Law. But also, so some tea that I found out on like fashion Twitter. Um, they have no budget for the for the clothing. <gasps> no wonder she's wearing Forever Twenty One. So the team you're like, where's the Margella? Where's the designer? Where's the Gucci? Here's the tea. HBO has maxed out like wardrobe styling budgets on Gossip Girl. Oh, and no. Sex in the City is working with a very, very small budget. They're doing a lot of vintage stuff, <laughs> and they're basically like scrounging for everything and anything. Um, and the looks are just not good. Wow, that's so unfortunate. <laughs> yes, that's one that's unfortunate. And then they can't even rely on like Patricia Fields, like just like connections Mm -hmm. like you know like maybe some people would have donated some stuff but they don't have her to be like it's sex in the city it's me come on like give me some dresses there's none of that that is so sick how did they not figure that out child i don't know sex in the city i would be knocking on every designer's door like listen this is going to be the biggest thing next year you need to give me your clothes but it's like is it okay i would lie So a part of the script also leaked. And so Carrie is, well, one, she's going through a divorce from Big. (gasps) No, they're going to divorce them? (laughs) They are divorced and they are... Wait, they're divorced already? Or they're in the middle of a divorce. It's a very messy divorce, apparently. Oh, my God. I just like, what? We've watched this woman for six six seasons pine and fight and cry and move across the world for big and now they're divorced we have made big and carrie a cultural like staple <laughs> i mean i feel like every girl when they're in a toxic relationship they're like he's my big right he, <laughs> and you're gonna break them up again again i just feel like does that track kind of but like also like no that is not it like is no is that why Aiden's back are they finally gonna be a thing again if honestly Aiden should never speak to Carrie again like <laughs> she did him so dirty like yeah. Aiden deserves better like Carrie is a psychopath the <laughs> episode where they were in the country and him and Big fight like <laughs> we should have just left it there right anyways also Carrie has a podcast She's a podcaster in this um, new... So she's no longer writing a column. No. So we're going to see her podcasting. And, you know, it's a it very... it just made me wonder. <laughs> right. Um, I couldn't help but wonder. Yeah. She goes, the line that leaked that says, I was taping the podcast. I was washing my hair. Yes, I wasn't eating or sleeping, but at least I felt good about my marriage. Now I'm just one of the wives he's taking care of. Um, I don't know if Carrie Bradshaw in 2021 would actually be on a podcast, would actually have a podcast. I could see her having a blog. People still write blogs and people still read blogs. I don't know if I could see her having a podcast. I can see her having a podcast. Really? Yeah, that's the new column. That's the new relationship advice column. I see it. I see the vibes. 
But is it going to be like Sex in the City, the podcast? Like, is she going to be like telling stories and like wondering out loud on on the show by herself? Is That's she going to be I'm interviewing? Thinking. Like, I don't know. I, just I don't think she would be interviewing. I think she would be talking about it. Like, like the narration of the columns, the narration is just going to be the podcast. I, I don't mind that. I think that makes sense. I don't know if I love it. I just don't think a lot of this tracks. Also, I don't understand why the kids are so grown. Mm-hmm. Like, I know we're like 10 years in the future, but like... I don't know. I just feel like they look really old and I feel like they shouldn't be that old. I feel like they should be like 12 year olds, 13 year olds. And they look like they're 18 and 19 year olds. But they probably wanted them to be like a part of the show and show their lives. And that's why they made them. Older. Yeah. Yeah. I just hate everything about this. I'm not looking forward to this, but I'm going to hate watch it. I'm going to watch But the clothes, it. the clothes just really kill me. I might hate watch it if the looks are bad. No, the, the looks are really bad. Oh, this is so sad. This is why I don't like reboots. I wish that we would just stop doing them completely. Right. Because I, recently yeah. there's been a reboot for everything and it's just not needed. It's really not. It's not good. Yeah, I think we all could have just watched Sex in the City a hundred more times. Yes. And been fine. Absolutely. <laughs> it would have been just fine. That's I, my problem with Gossip Girl. I just hate that they redid it and it's just, no. It's not it. At all. They're messing with the legacies. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I'm so sad. Ugh. But I think that's all we have for you guys for today. Sure. This long ass episode. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, Maze. Thank you for giving us your input. We no appreciate problem. you. Yes, thank you, Mace. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the TVNT podcast. Go ahead and subscribe to us wherever you are listening. You know all the places. And wherever you are listening to us, please leave us this five-star review. Tell us something nice. Only if it's nice. And if you're watching us on YouTube, feel free to subscribe and to give this video a thumbs up. And we will be back next Saturday with another episode to serve up the tea on the latest TV and pop culture news. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.